Welcome back to Fantasy Hockey Picks and Bets on the Mayo Media Network for Wednesday, December 1st, 2020. December just screams hockey. Snow is on the ground. Ice freezing out on the rinks. I've been out on the outdoor rink each of the last four days, and it's fucking great. Not quite as good as golf, but it'll do for when it's cold. Gives me something to do. Keeps me active. Gets me out skating. Love the outdoor rinks. Best part of winter by far. If you want to see... A grown adult male outskate a seven-month-old dog. Head to my Twitter feed at Peets for videos. They're up almost every day. Important content as per usual. And of course, if you're on my Twitter at Peets, feel free to DM me and ask me about the NHL Premium Bets package where we've been making a killing on the NHL shop prop so far. And as always, if you could make sure you're subscribed to Mayo Media Network on YouTube. Subscribe to Fantasy Hockey Picks and Bets podcast feed wherever you get your podcasts. And then leave a comment wherever you're listening, preferably on YouTube, of what your favorite bet of the night is here tonight. On to the important part, the games. We got six of them for the night. A pretty nice side slate for a Wednesday. Starts in New York. The Philadelphia Flyers are visiting the New York Rangers. Philadelphia's plus 140 at DraftKings Sportsbook. The Rangers minus 160. As per usual, a little disclaimer, I do record these the day before, so those odds may change. That's just what I'm seeing as I'm recording. Philly's losing everything lately. They're losing to good teams. They're losing to mediocre teams. They haven't had the luxury of playing a bad team for a while, so maybe they would win that game, but probably not. The Rangers, meanwhile, keep winning games. They're leading the league in expected goals percentage over the last couple weeks, so it's no longer just Igor Shesterkin bailing them out night after night as it was earlier in the year. Philadelphia's bottom five on that list, so the metrics say take the Rangers. Home ice advantage says take the Rangers. Recent record says take the Rangers. Long-term record says take the Rangers. Basically, everything that you want to look at here says take the New York Rangers in this game. Minus 160 sounds fair just looking at it. Rangers versus Flyers. Take a look at the pedigree of both teams of players. It seems pretty fair, but it probably should rightfully be about minus 180 or 190 for the Rangers. I do expect it to get closer to that as we get closer to game time. Philadelphia does have some talent, but they are floundering defensively without Ryan Ellis right now. They need him back in a big, big way. The goaltending, which was a massive strength for them early on, has been average to below average lately. So it's hard to envision them winning this game against a Rangers team that is rolling right now. Colorado in Toronto is the next game. It's currently off the board. I'm assuming it'll be close to a pick, probably minus 120 Toronto would be my guess, but that's just me kind of guessing what I expect to see. I assume they're just waiting for the Nathan McKinnon confirmation. It's a big boy matchup here. Two really good teams, two preseason Stanley Cup favorites, both teams that are rolling right now. And Colorado should have McKinnon back, and that's what all signs are pointing to. I know it's not confirmed yet the day before, but I'm going to base this on him being back in the lineup, back on the top line with Gabriel Landeskog and Mikko Rantanen. I don't even know if it really matters the way they're playing right now. Rantanen's really stepped up playing in that first line center role. His line with Logan O'Connor and Gabriel Landeskog has been leading the league in expected goals percentage for a few games now. Hattrick last time out. But this is a matchup where they're going to need McKinnon back. They're going to need the depth. Nazem Kadri on the second line has been playing great. You give a little more scoring punch to the first line, Colorado becomes a much scarier team. They got Kale McCarr on the back end providing a ton of offense. He's getting points in every single game. Tons of goals, tons of shots, tons of assists. 
but this is a tougher matchup than they're used to. Toronto, as good as, good as Colorado's been, Toronto's been better. Offensively, they've been equal to Colorado. Defensively, they're better. And most importantly, the goaltending has been way better for the Toronto Maple Leafs this far. Colorado's kind of struggling in that regard. I really thought them getting Darcy Kemper in the offseason was going to be a huge, huge boost for them. He was a really, really good goalie for the Coyotes last year. Maybe he's just one of those guys who needs to see a ton of shots, needs to be the guy on a bad team. But I think as the season goes on, he'll probably figure out how to play the role. He's on a strong defensive team, a team that scores a lot of goals. Not something he's been used to thus far in his career. He is a really good goalie. I thought he would maybe play his way onto the Team Canada consideration for the Olympics, but that hasn't happened yet. So right now you just can't trust the guy. And on the other end of the ice, Jack Campbell for the Toronto Maple Leafs has been great. They're scoring four, five, six goals a night, but they don't need him because Campbell's only letting in one or two every night. So all Toronto has to do is get a couple goals and they generally win the game. They just ran over all of the California teams. 5-1 win, 5-1 win, 6-1 win, I think it was. Maybe 4-1 win mixed in. Regardless, a bunch of dominant wins. There's not a ton to distinguish between these two teams right now, aside from the goaltending and the home ice advantage for Toronto. So I will give Toronto the edge. Colorado seems to just be scoring a ton of goals, which they have to do to counteract all the goals they are allowing. And Toronto, like I said, is just piling on goals and big wins. Austin Matthews playing great. Mitch Marner playing great. Alexander Kerfoot somehow playing great on the second line with Tavares and Nylander. So they're getting secondary scoring. I lean towards the Leafs in the game with the hole at my advantage and the goaltending advantage, but this game overall is too close to call. I do expect about minus 120 on Toronto. I think that would be fair if some, for some crazy reason they are the underdog in this game. I will absolutely be betting the Leafs, but I expect the line to be pretty close and I expect this game to be pretty close. Next game of the night, Vancouver Canucks fresh off a win over Montreal come into Ottawa. Ottawa's plus 100 here and I think I want to bet on them. They're back home after a brutal road trip. They have top line forward Drake Batherson back. That gives them a really strong top line. I would assume we see their top goalie, Philip Gustafson, in this one. He's the only goalie they've had all year that's really given them any NHL-worthy performances. They waive Matt Murray, sent him back to the minors because they're just so frustrated with his performance. But Gustafson's been the one guy that they can count on a little bit. Vancouver did beat Montreal last game, but they're in a pretty big funk overall. Elias Pettersson also scored last game on the power play, but he's not getting any minutes at 5-on-5. Five five. He's on the third line right now, not getting a ton of chances. So without him going, without the big guns of the Canucks really clicking right now, plus money on the Senators at home is a bet that I will probably be making tomorrow once I get the goaltending matchups confirmed. I love the Sens power play with Batherson back. I love that first line with Batherson, Kachuk, and Josh Norris. They'll be my top target on DraftKings or one of them. And I do think I probably end up betting on the Senators here. Next game's in Detroit. Probably the most boring game of the night. Seattle Kraken plus 110 at Detroit. Detroit's currently minus 130. I expect that to get a little bit worse as I assume they're going to get smoked by Boston the night before. Who knows? Seattle's coming off a big win over Buffalo. If Detroit was plus money here, I'd probably bet it. I do love targeting the Kraken despite their recent wins. But I don't think this is the spot with it being the second half of a back-to-back -back for Detroit. I really like their top line, Larkin, Lucas Raymond, Tyler Bertuzzi. But other than that, there's not a lot to love right now. Defense is below average. The goaltending can be really good, but it can also be really bad. It's just super inconsistent. It's hard to trust. Seattle is coming off a big win. They're getting offense from all ends of their lineup right now. 
but I just don't love the scoring punch overall in this team. They don't have a ton of high-end finishers. Just not a great game in my opinion and not one that I have any interest in betting. Next game here is the Vegas Golden Knights on the road in Anaheim. Anaheim played last night in LA, so second half of a back-to-back -back for them as well. I love the Ducks. They've made me a ton of money this year, but this is a spot for Vegas. I can only assume this number gets worse as the day goes on. It's minus 45 right now. I would say Vegas should probably be minus 180, and I wouldn't be shocked if they start the game closer to that number. Especially with their top line fully intact, Max Pacioretty, Mark Stone, and Chandler Stevenson. Two full games together, they're playing really good. Pacioretty's always going to be a top shot prop target for me. He had more than 10 shot attempts last game, ended up I think having 5 or 6 shots. You'd think that was a ton, but honestly, that's kind of just par for the course for Pacioretty. Six, seven, eight shot attempts per game is pretty normal for him. Anaheim does give up a ton of shots, so I expect a lot for them here. I love that line on DraftKings as well. Tons of shots, which is great for DraftKings. Even Stone and, and Chandler Stevenson are both shooting the puck a ton. They've both hit the shots bonus a couple times in the last few games. Amazing line. Great matchup to get a ton of shots. I do love the Ducks, but second half of a back-to-back... And Vegas is just a higher caliber of team with that top line fully intact. There's no need for me to go on and on about my love for the Ducks. I've gone over that a bunch on this show. You know what I love. I love Troy Terry. I love Trevor Seagrass. I love the team in general. But this is kind of a spot game. Vegas is the better team. So if you can find Vegas at minus 145, absolutely worth a bet. Vegas is winning this hockey game. The last game of the night is in Edmonton. We got the Pittsburgh Penguins coming into Edmonton. The big story with Pittsburgh right now is the goaltending of Tristan Jerry. I'm not betting on this game if he's starting. I assume he's starting. He's playing too good right now. I just don't want to bet on a road team in Edmonton, even at a little bit of plus money. But Tristan Jerry is out of his mind right now. He's allowing one or zero goals in pretty much every game. Calgary put a ton of shots on that last night. He only let one in. And it, there's been games this year as a Calgary fan, when I watch the games where it just doesn't look like they're quite finishing their chances, maybe an easy night for the goalies. Sometimes the goalies will get 34, 35 saves, but it looks pretty easy. That wasn't the case last night. Calgary had a ton of high quality chances. He made a ton of great saves. He's just playing fantastic right now. If anybody is going to shut down Dreisaitl and McDavid for the Oilers, Tristan Jerry is that guy. Speaking of those two, obviously they're expected to get a ton of points. They're back at home. They're averaging almost two points a game each, maybe more. But if you're going to fade them on DraftKings, which I, as a dumb person, am probably going to do, you might as well double down and play Jerry in net because if they do not play well, it is because Tristan Jerry's had a great night. So I'm going to avoid them in GPPs as I continue to do. It continues to burn me, but I'm going to keep doing it anyways. Instead, I'm looking at the Pittsburgh Penguins top line. I love targeting the Oilers' weak defense in DraftKings. The Crosby-Gensel-Rodriguez trio was buzzing right now. Tons of shots, tons of goals, tons of opportunities, good power play time. Edmonton's not very good defensively. They're really only really strong on the power play. So anytime you could take advantage the other way, I like to do it. Pittsburgh won another favorite line of mine of the night. That's basically it for today. Jake and DJ will take you through the rest of the week as per usual. I will see you all again next Tuesday. I'm off to the outdoor rink and good luck with your bets. Thank <laughs> you.